Welcome to the Essence of Health Tea Time Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Shayla Toombs-Withers. As a double board certified family and obesity medicine physician with over 12 years of experience in medicine, I teach motivated individuals how to achieve their desired quality of life while preventing and reversing chronic diseases. It's tea time. What part of your health journey is most challenging? Is it the actual effort of sticking to a plan? The cooking and the meal planning? The exercise routine? Not enough time for everything you think you need to do? Or the confusion of it all? If you said yes to any of these obstacles, then keep listening to learn how you can smash these problems just by checking your email. You check your email inbox every day already, but what if checking your inbox brought you better health instead of the stress it sometimes can bring? Well, I have news for you. You can improve your health, get a jump start on improving your health conditions, and start to feel like a better version of you just by checking your email inbox over the next five days when you join the free Nourish and Flourish five-day challenge. You'll get health tips, actionable videos, a goal and habit tracker, and healthy recipes every day for five days. Better health is the best investment you'll ever make, and this is only a small investment of your time. You have nothing to lose but everything to gain. The Nourish and Flourish five-day challenge was designed to set the foundation for healthy habits for life. Say yes to yourself today and sign up now at drshayla.com forward slash NF challenge. I'll also place these details in the show notes. The essence of health is in you. See you in your inbox. On today's episode of the Essence of Health Tea Time podcast, I have a special guest, Desiree Flournoy. Desiree is an event planner in Scottsboro, Alabama, and is the founder of Twisted Fork Vegan Festival. So thank you for joining me today, Desiree. I am so excited to chat with you and have you on the show. Thank you for having me. Awesome. So we'll dive right in. Now, as someone who founded a vegan festival, really, just tell us your story and about you growing up vegan and how that was for you as a kid. Well, uh, I grew up vegan. I guess we started when I was about five. We didn't really know. My mother wanted to do it, but she wasn't really sure how to get started. And oddly enough, our freezer broke. And for two weeks, we ate everything except for meat. So we complained, of course, because I was five and my sister. And she was like, well, you've been eating this way for two weeks and didn't even know it. And I think perception- like the, the accidental half, vegan method. Right, right. So I think perception is half our struggle because it's, it's, it's not as necessary as we think. But uh, going through that, living in Wisconsin, it was a little bit struggle with cheese, but it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't a, that bad. So when I became 12, my mother decided that I could have a choice. And I did still choose to be a vegan up until about college. Okay. Good. So, and we'll chat more about that. What really influenced your decision to, once you got into college, to then maybe branch out a little bit uh, away from that vegan way of eating? Just surroundings. You have this disillusion that you're missing something, uh, things that you haven't tried. And of course, so you go full-fledged and try everything. 
and you just go back and forth. But I didn't really notice as far as a health difference until I was in, I guess, my 30s. And you can tell what you eat and how you feel. And you're like, no, that's not it. And then you keep doing it. And like, that is, it, it makes a difference on how right. I feel. And so then that's when I think the conscious decision and that shift happened. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. And then those of us, you know, who've been more plant-based for years, we do recall times where things weren't as convenient as, you know, things are nowadays. Even, you know, like with yourself having a festival and being able to showcase all of these different variety of plant-based foods to people, you probably didn't have that when you were, you know, that kid who was eating the, the food from the freezer being broken. So that, that probably I definitely cannot remember it even being a thing about VegFest or even being conscious. I remember being embarrassed going to Burger King because we were out. Uh, we traveled a lot and my mother ordered us a Whopper without the meat. And it was a challenge. I mean, they just asked us over and over and she was like, yes, over and over. And so eventually she ended up having to just get it on the side because they couldn't comprehend like how to price it. Mm -hmm. They called people and it was just, looking at that and then seeing now the the accessibility is yeah. is just vastly different the healthy vegan things and the unhealthy vegan things it's just it's so different now the the common knowledge of it and it's still we have a way to go we still have a way to go being in the south and having a vegan festival is a different tone it's it's uh sure. it's, it's, <laughs> it's different even though people know about it, it's, it's still some some challenges and perception that we have right. to over. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I can I can definitely relate to that. Uh, you know, I'm a southern girl originally from Georgia myself, and mm -hmm. I you know even just remember growing up and having a lot of those favorite foods. Uh, for me, it was mac and cheese. I was you know like, uh, the and the creamier, the cheesier, the better that it had to be. <laughs> and, and so intolerance really kicked in strong and was like ah, no man uh, you shouldn't be having that um, I think yeah. that a couple times to be because I I went through that in high school like that's not really giving me pain like yes it is no right. no and and it's interesting I there is a few restaurants here that have kind of got that 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 memory for me I was uh the Vuji in uh Huntsville very, very surprised on her consistency of her mac and cheese. Um, very, very surprised. And so that, that kind of gives me the warm and fuzzies when you need it. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Good, good. Now, so you spoke a little bit about those changes that were brought about in your 30s and your health that you started to notice because you had been eating more of a meat-based type of way when you're in college. So tell us more about that. Like, what were you experiencing that then kind of brought you back around to more plant-based? I still, I, I still think it was a little disillusioned. I, I could tell my thing is brain fog because I'm a creative. So 90% of my job is how I think and how I produce. And so noticing when, and even with my son, when I, he was having a test, the two weeks before I would do just fruits and vegetables because I wanted him to have clarity of thought. And so just having that pattern and you're like, I'm doing this to be healthy. Why not just have this as a lifestyle? Like, yeah. but then you still have that fight. I think the first year of doing the festival I still ate meat and it was just, 
I know better, but yeah, it's okay. And then after what the hell, conspiracy, like just the the constant action yeah. and like you know better. You know better and you feel bad. Like, why are you doing this? Right. And so that shift in just being running 90 to nothing, having festivals in different states and being conscious of my health, it just became a no-brainer to go back to what I knew and what sustained me. Yeah. And that's so interesting. So even though you you weren't eating that way, you knew that at those times where your child really needed that mental stamina, or even when you for yourself, you knew what to revert back to. So it's like, even in your mind, those connections were still there, even though you you were doing something differently. (laughs) Yeah. And I think that makes a difference. And, you know, they say train of a child, but I mean, when it's in you, you know, you're, you know, you may looks weird, but when, you know, it gets to that point, you go back to what's true and what you right. know is good for you. You know, mm-hmm. you know better. Yeah, and- you do. Yeah. And I always tell parents, you know, when I see kids in my clinic, I, you know, I tell parents about introducing fruits and vegetables just to do it. Really, even if the kid, they may not like it the first time, you know, I got a picky eater in my house. I have three kids. And so there's definitely some picky eating in my house and a smoothie always works. And I throw all the things in it um, so that they still get that nourishment and those fruits and those vegetables. Cause it is, it's so important. And then what that shows us is that even for you, you know, even though you, you know, kicking and screaming as a kid and didn't want those things, but it was still instilled there. And it's you knew there. You, yeah, how you felt. And as parents, I think we, we want to lean more toward to what they love, but to be honest, they will love what we love. Mm-hmm. If you have a parent, I will never forget my, going to my girlfriend's house and her child, two years old, picked up a book, put it back on the shelf, didn't write on it, but she's an author. Her child has a special love for books because yeah. she's an author. If you're right. a chef, Just your child has a certain respect for certain things. Your child only won't eat them because you don't give it to them. So mm-hmm. you can't be like, well, why won't they? You don't eat it. But because I gave him every, I hate to say it like this, but every nasty vegetable first, that is the <laughs> first thing that I put in his palate. Because I needed you, for one, I wanted him to have a clear palate. I didn't want him to have a lot of spices and I wanted him to have a clean palate. And to this day, he can taste things that I can't taste. But mm-hmm. I, I, I wanted him to have that first because I know if you have the sweet, there's no way you're gonna go to this. But when you come out the womb, you know nothing. And right. I think we do our children a disservice not to give them that because they mm-hmm. only will do what we give them. They are literally a blank slate. You're four right. foot tall. You, I control your life. There's no way you can't tell me they don't eat vegetables. Exactly. Yeah. The same thing with my niece. I, she said that. And so I, in the spaghetti sauce, I put squash, zucchini, uh, green peppers, uh, cute, everything, carrots, mm-hmm. and I put it in spaghetti. She eats it. Right. Yeah. Because we can't say it's for kids and as well as adults a lot of times it's not about the way it tastes it's the mental yeah. you know yeah. you see these yeah. little broccoli sprouts and they're like it's green and it's you know prickly right. or whatnot and it, it has nothing to do with the way that broccoli tastes you put it over right. in a blender and mix it with some strawberries and all of a sudden it's good but you know it's yes very much so very much so and it's like she'll eat that way and then she'll be like yeah yeah what are you eating 
And then after a couple of days, she was like, can I taste it? And even if she says she doesn't like it, you tasted it. That's my right. goal. Mm-hmm. Moving forward, that's my goal. You yeah. had it, tasted it. That's exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Well, good, good. If you're frustrated with your weight, taking more medications than you like to, have been told that you are at risk for the development of a chronic preventable disease, or just are not feeling in the best of health, then I'm talking to you. Why? Because you're tired of fat dieting. You know it's time for a change and you want a sustainable plan to improve your health. If you have found yourself at this place in life, well, I have developed a program that's just for you. It's called The Essence of Health and it's your prescription for transformation. My goal with this program is to give you the tools needed to create sustainable lifestyle changes within a group coaching setting, along with one-to-one individualized coaching to give you a personalized path to health that's just for you. The benefits are priceless. So join today. Head on over to eohcoaching.com to learn more. The essence of health is in you. And now, so now that you have gone back to more plant-based way of eating, what changes have you started to notice in the way that you feel physically and mentally? Mentally, definitely less brain fog, but there's still a struggle because of me and uh, starches. Me and starches have a, it's a, it's, it's a relationship, but it's, I go over that in the, the book, but it's like, I will do, I will be fine. I will do the, you know, I will eat the way I normally eat and I feel great. And then pasta comes or rice comes. And I know that I, and the funny, because, because I eat so, because I eat better, the immediate pain that I feel when I eat rice, I wake up the next morning and I'm in pain. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, you have to, you, you cannot do that. And so it's more far and few between, but I want to make a conscious, I want it to be more of a habit versus, I, it, I don't want it to be conscious of how I eat. I think I should just be able to eat healthy without the, for lack of a better word, temptation. Mm-hmm. I think we rely too much on our palate. Mm-hmm. We rely And is it still those palate. grains and starches or even more of those um, animal-based oh, things? Bleached. No, no, no. The bleached stuff. The animal stuff. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. The the bleached, the bleached uh rice, the bleached pastas. I have to have in my house the wheat pastas. I have the brown rice. I have black rice. I have those kind of things to counter. The yeah. only yeah, like you know, when you go out and do so more processed things, sounds like yes, yeah. the processed things. The processed vegan meats. Not as much a, a challenge for me. I don't really focus mm-hmm. on that. But I, it is funny because when you feel yourself getting like sluggish, I'll immediately go eat a green pepper. I mean, like mm-hmm. an apple, slice it and eat it. And I can tell the shift. I yeah. can t- shift and I can tell that I feel better. And yeah. so yeah. that, yeah, I can, I can definitely yeah. tell immediately now. And I don't know if that's because I'm over 40, but uh-huh. I think it just, <laughs> just right, right. your body. Uh-huh. Yeah. And did you notice any differences after you stopped eating more of the animal-based meats and cheeses and things? The heavy, the heaviness. Okay. The heaviness, just physical heaviness. I don't know how to to say it. Like, I guess like the Thanksgiving full, but you would have that most of your mm. day. 
Like oh, people, yeah, that would definitely make you sluggish. <laughs> yeah, people equate that to being satisfied, but that's not. Satisfied right. is like 300 bites before that I can't move. Like when you're full, you're like, oh, okay, I'm good. That's when you stop. Not when, you know, but when you get, when you have the meats and the, the potatoes and all of that together, you get that way quicker. That stuff, mm. that stuff sluggish is, is not okay. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Plants are energizing, especially because of the, the anti-inflammatory and the antioxidant properties of them. Yeah, they are just naturally going to be more energizing for us. And so are there any surprising or even unexpected benefits that you found when you started going back more plant-based and took out a lot of that chicken and beef or other, those other things out of your diet? I know this probably sounds weird, but uh, just body chemistry, like I don't uh, uh-huh. like deodorant. I mean, this your body chemistry uh, is just uh-huh. interesting how it changes and you're, it's, it's definitely different. It's so, it's better. Like I don't yeah. use it as much and it's just, it's just, it's different. Your, your chemistry changes, your yeah, body. That makes changes. sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. it really body chemistry changes yeah because a lot of the way you know we sweat and a lot of the pheromones we let off are because of what our hormones are are doing and so yeah by eating more plants then we're able to rebalance those hormones and so yeah no that makes perfect sense yeah yeah but that that also tells me too that you've been really in tune because I don't think I've had anybody make that connection before that they noticed that yeah yeah Yeah. so that's good yeah now, so now as the host of a vegan festival, I know you mentioned a little bit when we started that you weren't even vegan when you started this festival. So tell us a bit more about that and what inspired you to host a vegan festival. Well, I have a few of my clients were chefs and their food was amazing. As I said, from Wisconsin, I have a special love for cheese and butter and Heaven's Healthy Kitchen makes a butter that is greatness I mean it's solid and it goes to soft and so he just he wasn't I just felt like more people should know about him so I wanted to showcase him and uh Parker Burgers and I was like okay I could do something small worked at an event hall I could just you know do a small event y'all bring some food people can know who you are and you can get some bookings as people found out they were like what well, can I be a vendor and I'm like I guess so that's fine and people kept asking and we ended up with 30 I think 32 vendors and I got let go from the event hall seven days before my event. Oh no. And I was like, okay, what are we doing? So uh, we passed a, a, um, a empty building. My son said, well, ask them if you can do a festival. I said, you just can't do that. He said, why? I said, well, I guess I really don't know why. So I love kids because they did. They they will question. (laughs) They don't see boundaries. (laughs) I don't know. So we called and it was an empty Joanna Fabrics and they said, sure, you rent it for two weeks, 15,000 square feet. It was amazing. I had people show up the day of saying, can I be a vendor? And I'm like, sure. And it was so awesome. I think that first year we had maybe four to 600 people and it was just awesome. And I'm, I mean, you know how when 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 God shifts you, you're like, mm-hmm. really? Like this? Like, right. I mean, I felt odd because I was, I, we were hungry setting up. And so I told my mom, I was like, just, you know, can you go get me something? And she came back with two burgers. And I was like, I, 
feel weird about this instead of a vegan festival we're eating burgers but i'm hungry my baby's hungry <laughs> we're eating so but it was like after that it was crazy after the second second one my son went full-fledged vegan shoe size 14 full-fledged and it just really hit him and i was like that's weird because i didn't rate you know i raised him healthy but right but then with me it took me a little bit longer but literally it was just to showcase people and the festival now is to showcase my vendors i used to be a vendor so that's very important to me if my vendors sell out that's what that's one of the kpis that i use for a successful festival like yeah. that's that's kind, that's important to me cuz i mean that's these are blood sweat and tears for their business some vendors have been in business a year some had been in business for a while but this is them and right. it just and that tone from the beginning has stayed consistent because that's 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 kind of what I want the education piece where we talk to people about being healthy and how to deal with diabetic naturally deal with fibromyalgia naturally those are pieces that came along with it mm -hmm. but in the beginning it was definitely showcasing vegan entrepreneurs and now it's educating and showcasing that's awesome yeah, yeah. And one of the things that, that I, I like about vegan festivals is that one of the passion is you do, you see, you have a bunch of people who are just really passionate about having people consume more plants or, you know, taking care of our environment, uh, you know, and you have all these people under one roof. But then I also love that people who aren't vegan and who may, you know, won't necessarily go to an all vegan restaurant, but right. they want to try it out. So, you know, festivals give people that way to just kind of dabble a little bit. <laughs> and and then, and then, yeah. Like. Yeah. That's definitely important. And that's why in the beginning, they were always free. Uh, I think this is the seventh year. This is the first year we've ever charged. And I think it's like $3, but we've it's always- Minimal, yeah. That. Yeah, I wanted that because I didn't want that to be a barrier to entry. I need you to come in and notice that okay, I could taste this. Okay, I can, you know, deal with my health. I've eaten festival food all day and I'm still not overdrawn and exhausted. Like I need you to have that understanding and the only way you're going to have it is being in it. Right. When you're in it, you're like, oh, okay, I get it. And that's the best feeling. That's, that's the best feeling. Yeah, yeah, that's great. And so what advice or insights would you give to someone who is considering making a similar dietary transition like you did, or who has maybe, you know, been struggling a little bit with finding something sustainable and healthy for them? It's a mind shift. So just do something, do one thing. I mean, if it's eat a piece of broccoli, eat an apple, eat a, a cucumber, do something different. Because that one step will keep you moving forward, but you have to do something. You don't have to be total. You don't have to, I mean, even right. uh, Meatless Mondays is something, but you yeah. don't have to go completely to the left. I care less, and I know it's bad to say, I care less if you're vegan. I don't care less if you're vegetarian. I just want you to understand that there's a connection between your mental, physical, and what you put in your mouth. That's important. And I need you to see that and understand that. And that brain shift, even if they do nothing with changing their palate, if they come to the festival and have that brain shift, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And, you know, I always tell people it's 
because you know even within the vegan world I mean we have so many labels that we put on things and and like you said it, it's not about the label whether you're you know vegan or oh, lacto this or you know that just put some plants on your plate <laughs> eat the plants you know, <laughs> and see how much better you're gonna feel yeah yes yeah try it yeah and so tell us what is your favorite plant-based recipe or meal since you've been around all those vegan chefs? <laughs> um, okay, so I'm a simple girl. I'm a simple girl. Um, and it's really, really, uh, it's, I'm a simple girl. I love, 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 love tofu and broccoli. I just, mm -hmm. I do. I love, um, of course, you have the the nacho cheese with the um the potato, carrot, and cashew cheese with the nacho. Uh -huh. My sister puts yeast flakes in hers, which is absolutely amazing. Mm -hmm. So I love that. That's like a basic, like yeast flakes, of course, is a basic vegan go-to. But right. that, yeah. that, that melty cheese with the tofu and broccoli is my love. But I will say being in Scottsboro, I've become addicted to tomato sandwiches. Ah, uh-huh. I know I'm you that. Like the uh, Ezekiel bread. The olive oil, the tomato sandwich, fresh basil. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm. It's, it's lunchtime. <laughs> You're making me hungry. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Well, awesome, awesome. Well, Desiree, it was so fun to have you on the show and I appreciate you joining me. Now, just share with the audience how can they find the Twisted Fort Festival and then how can they even connect with you? Okay. Um, well, Twisted Fork Festival is twistedforkfestival.com. And you can check in. It tells you about the festival, where we're going, what state we're going to be in. Also with, personally, you can connect with me, Desiree Flanoy, at LinkedIn. Um, but Twisted Fork Festival is probably uh, the easiest. We're on Instagram, Twitter, or even on TikTok. And awesome. <laughs> all of them are labeled Twisted Fork Festival. Awesome, awesome. And our event, I will sure to get those in the show notes. And you said the event is on July 30th, correct? July 30th at the okay. Veterans Foreign Affairs Fairgrounds in Scottsboro. Awesome, awesome. Well, for those listening, be sure to check it out. I may even see you there. I'm trying to attend it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today on the Essence of Health Tea Time podcast. Click the subscribe button on your favorite podcast platform so that you never miss a moment of the Essence of Health Tea Time podcast. Check out the show notes to obtain your free tips for healthy living guide to get you started on your health and wellness path. Follow me on social media at Essence of Health Wellness Clinic on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube and at dr.tw at eohwc on TikTok. Interested in becoming a member of the Essence of Health Coaching Program? Well, head on over to www.eohcoaching.com. The Essence of Health is in you.